Hello, and welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com, covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. In this episode, Jessica Lombardo, editor of Asphalt Contractor Magazine, talks to Ben Schmidt, president of Robotics, Inc. Ben discusses how cities and municipalities can best measure and manage their roadways using technology, which will help them extend the life of these expensive assets. Let's dig in with Jessica and Ben now. Good morning, it's Jessica Lombardo, editor of Asphalt Contractor Magazine. I'm here talking to Ben Schmidt. He's the president of Robotics, and we're going to talk to you guys today about maintaining your pavements um, and measuring them using the robotics tool. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Jessica. Thanks for having me. So do you want to start today by talking a little bit more about, you know, what Robotics is? Absolutely. So Robotics is a spin out of Carnegie Mellon University. Um, and really what we do is help uh, governments at really all sizes to better understand their road infrastructure. Uh, and the way that we do that is by helping them to sort of digitize their physical uh, assets. Um, and mostly we're talking about roads here. Uh, so roads, uh, parking lots, things like that. We, we have historically worked specifically in pavements and asphalts, concrete, et cetera. Um, the way that we do that, so the technology that was originally developed at Carnegie Mellon and that is now sort of the core of our product uh, is all using a smartphone. So we use a smartphone to do road surveys by driving around the network, collecting video data, and then we've trained uh, an artificial intelligence uh, program and a pipeline um, on how to find distresses within that pavement. So the common ones, of course, are like potholes, but then all sorts of cracks, alligator cracking, um, different sorts of surface distresses. Um, this machine learning platform can identify those in that video, uh, and then we generate a map. So the really neat part here is that if you're sort of a road manager for a government, um, you're responsible for managing and maintaining that asphalt. Um, what we can do, what we offer to our clients is really a, a comprehensive and objective understanding of your entire asset. So where are the potholes? Where are the cracks? Uh, what's the general road condition? Um, and we do all that with a, a smartphone. So it's pretty incredible in that way. Great. So I guess taking a step back from this new technology, how are asset owners measuring their pavement in the past? And why is this new way so much better? Uh, it's a great question. So today, you know, you can imagine... The, the vast majority of governments and really at all sorts of sizes, you know, the, the common methodology for understanding that road uh, is to get in a car, get in a truck, you know, grab your notebook and your pen, um, get out there, take some observations, write that down and bring it back into the office and sort of aggregate that data. Um, by and large, that is still how sort of most governments around the world um, manage that asset is really sort of a, a kind of boots on the ground kind of approach. Um, the the sort of general issues with it are, are sort of one, it, it can become very time consuming. Um, so, you know, you imagine driving around, you're not driving and taking notes, you're driving, pulling over into the shoulder, you know, taking some observations, continuing on. Um, that can also lead to some safety issues around the sort of start stops and, and pulling over in, in the highway. Um, but then the other sort of critical piece is that it, it becomes very subjective. Um, and not to say that people are sort of bad at doing this. People are quite good at doing it. Um, really what becomes where the subjectivity enters is 
at the scale we're talking about. So even something small like a 50-mile or 100-mile network, um, it becomes very difficult to sort of uh, objectively understand the, you know, this one had slightly more issues than this one that I remember like an hour ago. Mm -hmm. um, and so subjectivity creeps into that assessment. But by and large, that is how it's done today. Um, and that's what we're hoping is that, you know, or not hoping, but rather that is what our technology offers to our current clients and that we hope uh, more will start to adopt these new technologies in ways to sort of improve that process, uh, make it objective so that you have good data as the foundation for the next steps of making your plan. Um, but that's, that is it in a nutshell. That's how it's currently done. So not only is it subjective, but it's also time consuming to do it the old way. So how does the robotics method help save time and therefore help asset owners save money down the road? Sure. Great question. Um, so the really neat part. So what I, I talked about a little bit before where we take that cell phone, we mount it in the windshield of the car and we're driving around the network. Um, while we're driving around, we drive at highway speeds. Um, so or, or rather the speed limit, whatever the road speed limit is. Um, and that, that allows us, because of how the camera captures, to uh, collect all the data we need. So the neat part here is that, whereas previously you were kind of like driving, you know, 100 feet down the road, pulling over and taking some notes, and then continuing, pulling over and taking some notes, now you're just continuously moving down the street. Um, so 25 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour, it doesn't matter. Um, and so that really sort of saves a, a tremendous amount of time in there. Um, and then some of the other things that we also help and assist with uh, on the logistics side are actually providing turn-by-turn uh, -turn navigation as well. So um, one very hard part of, of what we do, what uh, a survey has to do is, you know, you want to make sure you actually see every single street, um, which is a very hard problem when you imagine like kind of a moving through a neighborhood or even like a grid, you're trying to, you know, did I go down the street or not? So we provide a lot of the turn-by-turn -turn navigation as well, but also um, optimizes and streamlines that process of collecting data. So for context, kind of as the summary, uh, if you imagine you had about 100 miles, like a 100 centerline mile town, um, it might have taken you on the order of a few weeks, talking like maybe four, five, six weeks, depending on um, kind of what else you were working on to really do a, a comprehensive survey of that size. Um, we can come in and we can do that in two days. Awesome. So that gives asset owners a really up-to-date condition of their reports. And how does that help them plan out their maintenance schedule then? Sure. And it, it's really, it, it, it unfolds in two different ways. Um, so on the one hand, you have kind of planning activities. So these could be things like uh, capital allocations, uh, what's the five or 10 or even 15 year um, plan that we want for our road network. Uh, so you take the data we have, uh, and you can point it at that planning apparatus. And so you can try to understand, you know, which roads do we want to pave this year? And this is like, you know, mill and fill kind of paving or full reconstructions, you know, this year, next year, the following year, et cetera. Um, that's one pathway that a lot of our customers will go down is trying to build that multi-year plan. Uh, usually you're getting the involvement from uh, multiple stakeholders. That could be elected officials, that could be citizens on sort of how best to allocate budget dollars. And you're talking about a significant amount of investment on that side. Um, that's one. The parallel track that a lot of our customers will use the data for is in maintenance. Um, so as I said before, you know, we can find every pothole, we can find every crack, every uh, you know, alligator crack, patch, et cetera, like all of the kind of common surface distresses. 
uh, we can actually put those on a map for you. So tell you exactly where those are. What's interesting about that or what a lot of our clients then unlock with is that um, you can send out your crews for filling potholes. So no more sort of like searching for where are the potholes. Like we can just point them to you on the map, right. point them out to you on the map. Um, but also things like, you know, do you want to do a, a, a crack sealing program or like some other uh, surface treatment? Um, you can find those candidates using this data, you know, sitting at your computer on our cloud-based platform. You can sort of understand where those might be located um, and then sort of roll out that kind of maintenance activity. So it's, it's really neat in that uh, we see the kind of two dual uses, the, the planning side and then the maintenance activities. So with this kind of program, they can really look at a worst-first approach and really allocate their dollars and help save money down the road. Is that correct? Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, worst first in an asset management category is not always the best, right? Mm -hmm. You really want to get more into the preventative maintenance. The challenge with moving to preventative maintenance is, you know, you really have to have a very good understanding of the overall network, right? If you only have sort of a limited, um, if you only know pieces of the network, worst first is really your best strategy because you just, you right. don't have enough of the global understanding. Um, with our technology, though, getting that global perspective becomes really easy and really accessible. Uh, and so, yeah, you can start certainly worst first, you know, sort all your roads from best to worst and sort of uh, start tackling those. Um, but the really more exciting piece that we've seen a lot of our clients moving towards is, is more of that preventive maintenance activity. And I kind of said that some of the maintenance side, what I was talking about before, mm -hmm. right? The, you know, you do have the, the mill and fills that you, you inevitably have to do, um, but what's exciting with unlocking more of the maintenance potential is that, yeah, you could do a, a crack sealing program. Okay, that might elongate your life uh, or the life of that road for another, you know, three, four, five years in some cases. Um, that's huge. That's that's a huge capital savings uh, when that road gets to the end of its life and needs to be fully reconstructed. Um, so those little interventions earlier in the stage become really exciting. Uh, and what we're seeing more and more of is that, you know, the common program here is uh, you, you build a new road, you build a new asphalt road, um, and then you set up sort of time-based uh, markers. So maybe at the three-year or the four-year mark, you do like a crack ceiling or some sort of overlay. And then, you know, at the eight or nine-year mark, you do some other intervention. Um, that, that becomes these sort of like pre-programmed time-based plans. Um, but with the technology we have, because we haven't really said this so far, but one of the exciting pieces is that it's a smartphone. It's incredibly easy to do this. So we've seen communities do the, uh, get a full comprehensive scan, um, sometimes once a year or sometimes multiple times a year. And what that allows you to do is to sort of monitor the roads as they degrade. You know, maybe this road is more, has more traffic or more truck traffic or more susceptible to drainage issues. Um, and so it degrades a little bit faster than you'd expect. So you might want to do the crack sealing sooner um, as a result of that than if you had, had sort of had it on a pre-programmed uh, path. And that becomes, you know, those are real tangible dollars, right? That's savings that you can then uh, use on other activities or to repair more roads. So the preventative maintenance piece is, is huge. That's really, you know, where you unlock a lot of the value and the excitement in this product and that, um, you, you you take the same budget that you had the year before, add robotics, and now your budget actually stretches a little bit further because of those maintenance activities, because of that preventative treatments that you're running. Great. 
So you talked about that it's just a smartphone. Can you talk a little bit about how a community would actually take this and do it themselves? Or would you have someone from your team go and drive the roadways and do the measurements? Uh, that's a, another very good question. So it, it's, the, it's the one where the customer does it. And the exciting part here is, yeah, um, when you sign up with robotics, what we give you access to is there's a, an app that you can put on either your Android or your iOS phone. Um, you download that. You just type in your you know, credentials that you've created for the system. Um, you, you take that phone, you mount it up in the windshield. Um, and so you can do that with like a you know, $10 suction cup mount that you can right. find at most stores. Um, and you start collecting data. It, it's really that easy, right? You start driving around the network collecting data. Um, that data shows up on your uh, map so you can see sort of where you've been, what it looked like, uh, you know, within a few hours of the upload. Um, so you can see that right on your map. Uh, and then over time, as you've sort of collected more of the network, uh, we then take that and process it. So the, the process or the, the stages for getting started here are incredibly simple. Um, and we, we've really spent a lot of our time, a lot of the company's history, our, our sort of software engineering resources and making sure that that is um, easy, accessible. You know, we don't want this to be something that slows down the government. We know they have so many things on their plate uh, that we just don't want to be the thing that's the barrier to sort of the next stage, right? So we've made the, the data collection process incredibly easy. And so once they have all that data, your team will actually sit down with the asset owners and go over it, correct? Right. So once we have the data uploaded and then we've processed it through the, the AI platform, um, yeah, we'll walk them through kind of everything they're seeing. So we'll, we'll show them how to use the platform, how to understand the data, um, if they have any questions or anything like that over the, the, you know, the life of this contract, like we'll work with them in that way. So yeah, we want to make sure that uh, not only, like I said before, data collection is, is really easy and accessible, um, but also, you know, we know that there's a, a lot of complexity in the uh, understanding, using, manipulating GIS data. And so our solutions team is, is right there to help support them in those activities, make sure that, you know, they can uh, generate a report for their council or, you know, help to establish what that five-year plan is. Um, you know, we'll, we'll work with them on, on all those elements to make sure that it's, it's, uh, it's as useful as it can be for them. Great. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Ben. If you would like to learn more, please visit roadbotics.com. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.